you found it. A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories, music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. The title of this episode is The Bike Trip. Sometimes you can see God in the kindness of strangers. A number of years ago, my neighbors were a lovely family with seven children who ranged in age from young toddlers to older teenagers. The house was a busy place, and often the noise from the clan next door could be heard in my home, even with all my windows and doors being shut. They were a very busy family, yet took time to connect with me and several other neighbours, so much so that we became friends. The children liked to come over and hang out in my home or yard, and we found ourselves enjoying all kinds of things, like carving pumpkins together, making crafts of one sort or another, playing a quick game of baseball, or getting on our bikes and riding around the neighbourhood. As the children grew, we continued to spend time together, but also were more adventurous in how we spent our time together, as their growing up allowed for moving out of our neighbourhood to adventure other places. One weekend, we arranged that I, together with two of the teenage children, would take our bicycles and cycle the 25 kilometres up to a well-known set of locks, along the river that ran past our neighborhood, and where there were a number of fast food outlets that we could enjoy some lunch. After a stop there for a meal, we intended to cycle the 25 kilometers back to our homes and call it a day. It was very exciting to get our bicycles checked out, tires pumped up, and a last-minute inspection of our chains, brakes, and gears before the three of us headed out early one Saturday morning. Since it was in the days before most people had cell phones, we would be relying on making it the whole way to the locks, and if not, would stop along the way to use the phone of a friendly stranger to ask the children's father to come and pick us up with his truck. After hugs and goodbyes, we were on our way. It was a beautiful early summer day, and the sun was shining on our backs as we left for our big cycling adventure. The route involved us following a very busy highway from our community that was six lanes in width and continuing on that highway until where it narrowed to two lanes in width with a paved shoulder wide enough to handle us if we rode single file. We were cycling at a good pace and the teens with me were in awe of how beautiful the scenery was along the highway once it narrowed and at times how we could see the river we were following along to the locks. We were well into our trip when out of the corner of my eye, I saw a very large German shepherd dog come bounding our way from the left side of where we were peddling. I screamed at the teens to cycle as hard as they could, 
after they were in front of me, and that I would stay behind to ensure the dog would come at me and not at them. Sure enough, no sooner had I screamed and they began to pedal as fast as they could. Then the dog came right at me, and in spite of everything I tried to do, was able to latch onto my left thigh with a very strong bite. In the shock and surprise of it all, I tried to get him off of my thigh, but to no avail. It was then that I spotted a car very close behind me, and coming at a very slow speed, but deliberately aiming their car at the dog attached to my thigh. After two nudges to the dog, finally the German shepherd released himself from my thigh and went running back across the highway to a home directly across from where I had stopped. The woman in the car jumped out and started screaming at the man who had just let the dog into his home, and then came running over to me to see how I was. By now the teens had stopped cycling towards the locks, had turned around, and were about 20 feet away from me, wide-eyed and speechless. The woman came over to me and I assured her that I was fine, just in shock over all that had transpired, and was grateful that the teens with me were also all right. She told her daughter to stay with us and said she was going to the dog owner's home to have a word with him. I feared for what that might end up looking like, for she was beyond livid, and the dog owner seemed like he could also pack a good punch if need be. The teens and I congregated together with the woman's daughter, and we watched as she approached the home, banged on the door until the dog owner appeared, and then watched her give him a piece of her mind until he finally started nodding and gave her a piece of paper. She then marched over to us and said that the next thing she was going to do was call the RCMP, which was the police force that was in charge of patrolling this area. She was going to tell them about the incident and the dog owner's violation of the law by allowing his dog to roam freely when the municipality law was that dogs outside needed to be tied up or fenced in. After she called the RCMP on her ancient cell phone, she said she would wait with me until they arrived and did I need to make some calls on her phone. I thanked her and then found myself first calling the parents of the teens to tell them what happened and then calling my nephew to come and pick us up with his truck as he lived just a few kilometers away from where the incident happened. Once the RCMP arrived and the woman and I had given our statements, it was then time to thank her profusely for all her help and get her contact information so that I could follow it up with a token of my appreciation. She was very willing to give me her contact information as she said that if I needed a witness or any other kind of help going forward, she would help me out as she was appalled at what just had happened to me. When my nephew arrived, his temper towards the dog owner was visible, and I advised him that we just needed to leave and get the teens home rather than further antagonizing the dog owner. I let my nephew know I loved his protective nature and that he felt justice was needed, but now was not the time for such things. Getting the teens home was the priority. The song Kindness, written by Brian McLaren and sung by Steve Bell, and based on St. Teresa of Villa's words, seems most fitting for this episode, 
where I was shown kindness by a stranger. of Life is a production of Square One World Media in Winnipeg. My parents were actually both involved with Square One long before I was. In the early years when it was called Gospel Light Hour, my mom sang in the Gospel Light Russian Choir. She was not home on those evenings and we knew nothing would get in the way of her going. Years later, my father played the role of the grandpa in Square One's first TV production, a show for kids called The Third Story. By the time I began working at Square One in 2006, I felt like I was continuing a great family tradition. To learn more about Square One or to support this project, visit www.squareoneworldmedia.com. This experience was one where I believe God showed up in the kindness of a stranger. The woman who helped us was so kind and willing to help out. It made the whole ordeal far easier to take and not nearly as frightening. The part of the Bible that reminds me of how God wants us to live with one another and care for one another, or as in the words of the song Steve Bell just sang, Be Jesus to Others, 
is found in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 6 to 13, and I would like to read these verses. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them, and always be eager to practice hospitality. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E. Not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.